0: When you're stepping into a new leadership management role, can feel like, well, I'm just not ready. I'm not fully equipped. I don't really know what I'm doing here. And they're going to find out, and it's going to be really bad, right? And I think that, that's, that is such such a common experience. And when we can start to embrace that discomfort and just say, you know what, this is me learning. This is me just doing something that's bigger than anything else I've ever done. And that I'm going to come away with so much from this. When we get ourselves off the hook, let ourselves off the hook for having to be perfect, that can really, really shift everything. Welcome
1: to Management Development Unlocked, where you will learn how to nurture a world class management team. And now, your host, Eric Girard. Welcome back to Management Development Unlocked. I am very pleased that you are here. Big news my book, Lead Like a Pro, The Essential Guide for New Managers. Launched recently and it hit Amazon number one bestseller and number one new release. You can get your copy at amazon.com or gerardtrainingsolutions.com. Please remember to support the show by subscribing, commenting, and sharing. Today, I am stoked to have Natalie Pincham on the show with me. Natalie, welcome. Who are you and what do you do?
0: Thank you for the uh, welcome, Eric. I am so delighted to be here. And congratulations, by the way. That's just an amazing, amazing achievement to, to have a book reach that status So congratulations. Thank you. Thanks. So I am a success coach. And success is really what keeps me up at night and what gets me up in the morning. You know, it's uh, this idea of Being able to help my clients to perform at their best so that they can really achieve the the biggest goals that they have for their business, for their career, and addressing any of the blocks that come up along the way, which they do.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I've got some blocks. We should talk about that.
0: (laughs) we all do. We all do.
1: Well, this is going to be a really interesting conversation, so I'm glad you're here. Thank you for coming. All right. Well, our topic today is harnessing your high achiever superpowers for authentic success and how shifting your mindset can uplevel your business. So I am really interested in in how this conversation is going to go. So Natalie, I've got several questions for you. So you ready to jump in?
0: Absolutely. Yes. Uh, all
1: right. Yes, let's yes. do it. So let's start with what being a high achiever means to you and how has it shaped your personal and professional journey?
0: Oh, wow. So this is great Um, because so many of us who are really driven and goal-oriented are high achievers. And yet, you know, a lot of us actually hold ourselves back because there's some patterns that play into making you this very driven high achieving person but also a very particular set of blocks and setbacks that that can really be discouraging and really ruin your confidence and really affect the results that you have and so for me i you know i always i always identified as a high achiever i always worked super, super hard from a young age. I was set really high standards for myself. I did really well in school. I won awards. I graduated with honors and all of that, you know, that strong drive for excellence. And that carried right into my professional life. But at the same time, I was struggling with a lot of unresolved trauma from my childhood, some really heavy issues that I just put aside to just get through and move on, you know, and being a high achiever in all the areas of my life was a way of controlling the things that i could control and 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 really getting through the things that i didn't want to uh, by just suppressing them and so you know there's just so many things that had to get unpacked along the way to get to a place where i could be a high achiever and thrive at the same time. And so this is a big part of why I've just become so interested in helping my clients define success on their terms, as opposed to just defining it as a set of achievements, as if things checked off on the list, and really finding the things that truly light us up and truly allow us to thrive.
1: Oh, my goodness. So this... This whole idea of uh, like unpacking childhood trauma, that that garbage that happened to you when you were three, five, seven, and how that carries through until you're in your thirties, forties, fifties.
0: Yeah.
1: How do you help people unpack that?
0: Well, I mean it that's that's kind of ther- that's
1: sort of therapy. That that, that you're getting into <laughs> psychotherapy at that point.
0: Yes, I think that's a really important distinction to make, actually, Eric. So thanks for bringing that up is that there is work to be done in therapy around that, for sure. And that is not going to be effectively addressed in coaching. And then there is the, the other pieces about the distinction really is around therapy is, is looking at the past and understanding how that's affected who you are in the present and to understand all the patterns that were set up the patterns of behavior, the patterns of thinking that were set up that create and drive the results that you have having in the present moment. And coaching is very much about bringing that awareness to then affect your future results, to affect a change in your life. And so, you know, we bring that, that self-knowledge, that self-awareness into the space where we can then say, right, I want to create a different. End result. I want to feel different. I want to think in in a way that's more productive, to driving the kinds of things that I want to see happen. And so that's when the coaching really is is so empowering, so um, transformative, right? Because we we can look at that and say, you know what, you have this old story around, you know, maybe feeling like not quite good enough whenever you you walk into a, a board meeting or into a into any kind of environment and and you know when you start to pay attention to it you can start to change that and just say you know what we're all doing our best <laughs> it's okay and then and then really you know actually having the tools to start to think about it in a different way and show up in a very different way and and start feeling really different too
1: Yeah. That would be incredibly valuable. I would get value from that, which actually feeds into my second question, which is about imposter syndrome. So many new managers, many people struggle with imposter syndrome. I do. I mean, what in the world do I think I'm doing hosting a global top 10% podcast, right? (laughs) So how can high achievers build confidence and overcome self-doubt when transitioning to a leadership role?
0: This is so, so key because we need, you know, uh, leaders who are self-aware and who are um, excited about stepping into the challenge without feeling paralyzed by the fear. And so, you know, that imposter syndrome, which is that kind of nagging feeling that we're not quite capable enough, that we're going to be found out, that everyone else has got it figured out except us. you know, And that is just such a, actually a very, very common experience. And and it's great that people are talking about it and bringing awareness to it. You know, just saying, no, yeah, I have that too. I have that too. You know, everyone's talking about it and bringing that 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 sense of of it being a common common experience. But one of the problems with using the word syndrome means that some people get stuck with it and think of it as a label, and that it's something that's stuck to you. <laughs> you know, and so one of the things that can be really helpful is is thinking about this is just how I, you know, how we feel when we are in a situation where we're kind of, maybe we have a lot to learn, where we have, where there's an opportunity to to start sharing things in a different way so that we can start to feel more ready to take that leap Right, so oftentimes imposter syndrome, when you're stepping into a new leadership management role, can feel like, well, I'm just not ready. I'm not fully equipped. I don't really know what I'm doing here, and they're going to find out, and it's going to be really bad, right? And I think that that's that is such such a common experience, and when we can start to embrace that discomfort and just say, you know what, this is this is me learning. This is me just being doing something that's bigger than anything else I've ever done, and that I'm going to come away with so much from this. And it's, it's this, when we get ourselves off the hook, let ourselves off the hook for having to be perfect, that can really, really shift everything.
1: Yeah, I love the idea of perfection not being required. Yes. I even mentioned in my book that, to an extent, you can even bring your team in on your journey a little bit and say, you know what? I'm learning as I go. I'm doing my best. You know, I, you're, you're definitely not an experiment. I'm not experimenting on you. But at the same time, I'm learning too. So, you know, let's all give each other a little bit of grace as we move along and try to figure this out. Does yeah. that make sense?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, when we share our, our journey with people, they can, you know, they can connect and empathize with us and also, you know, see a mirroring of their own experience. You know, so that when they then step into their next management role, then they can say, well, it's okay to, to be figuring some things out as along the way and bringing in the team and to have, have that extra support as we go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Good stuff. Wow. All right. Well, my next question is about something called energy leadership. So what is that and how can it help managers as they step into a new role?
0: Oh, energy leadership is one of my favorite subjects. So thanks for asking me about it. Energy leadership has everything to do with how you perform. Um, You know, whether you're having a conversation or giving a presentation or working with a colleague, it's everything to do with the kind of energy that you can bring into how you're showing up. It, It really, the more awareness you have around it, the more it allows you to increase your leadership potential and your personal potential as well. And it's based on this idea that there are different levels of energy and awareness, self awareness that we can tap into at any moment. And many of us before coaching, before, you know, the self development work, get stuck in the lower levels of energy and, and low self awareness. But as we, you know, as we go deeper, we can actually consciously choose to show up in ways that are, you know, absolutely empowering to ourselves, empowering to other people and really improve our experience of life, but also improve our leadership and how much we can, you know, bring people in and get them to be part of a a more exciting story of, of something that... That is a you know just uh, a mission, right? So it's it's a it's an incredibly empowering tool, and it starts with an assessment. So it's an energy leadership assessment, which just takes twenty minutes to do, and then it comes with a, a coaching, a deep coaching session, which shows you how your energy is currently presenting, both when you're at your best and when you're under stress. And that piece of information is so, so important because we can start to use that to start to think about how am I leading? How am I showing up? You know, when these stressful situations happen at work, at home, what does that do to my thinking? How does that actually affect the results that I'm getting? So we have, you know, this, when you have these results from this assessment, and then you have just this. Huge increase in self awareness and emotional intelligence that really improves your decision making and and it's also a very powerful tool to use to face challenges. Right. So when there are difficult things coming up, especially for example, one of my clients had a really difficult situation with his team where there were just values people's values were really clashing. And so it was bringing up just a tremendous emotional turmoil in the team and no one was productive and everyone was really unhappy, you know. And so with the work that he was able to do, he was able to find the, you know, using energy leadership, he was able to find completely new ways of engaging with his team so that he was able to diffuse some of that negative, you know, uh, clashing energy, and and redirect everybody in a in such a powerful and positive way, and he was able to choose the kind of leader he wanted to be in that situation. It all started with that decision, and having the energy leadership toolbox is the thing that allowed him to do that.
1: Yeah, one of the things that I picked up from this as you were talking was the whole idea of emotional intelligence, which is something that I've been talking about a lot lately at conferences and in my book and in articles and so on. And this whole idea of as a leader in 2023, as we record this emotional intelligence is so important given what else is going on in the world. You know, it's not, we're not just living in a, in an isolated microcosm of work there's other stuff going on in rings outside of us. And exactly. we need to be aware of how that might be affecting other people that we work with, whether they're peers or employees or our boss or people above us. Yeah. And, yeah. and bringing that awareness and building that awareness is something that can be learned. It just takes a little effort and focus.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And there are all these different tools out there to help you with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's great to find the ones that, that work for you.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, we're we're kind of on a, a theme here of of high standards. So I'd like to ask you a question about that. Setting and achieving high standards is important, but it can also lead to burnout, been there. Mm. What mm. advice do you have for new managers to avoid burnout while maintaining high performance?
0: Okay. I have a lot of advice. Um, This is, like like you, Eric, this is something that I personally experienced. And I felt that the high achieving, the, the strong drive, the drive for excellence was also, you know, focused in a direction where I was setting impossibly high standards for myself. I felt like I had to be doing so much every day. And I was also you know, not dealing with how I was genuinely feeling about things. I was just focused on results, getting things done. And I was suppressing, you know, things like thinking about my well-being and all kinds of, you know, more difficult things that had to to be addressed. And so, you know, setting and achieving high standards is empowering in lots of ways right we want to to show up as our best we want to be brilliant at what we do but it's really important to have that balance because you know when we don't we do go to a place where we are we end up burnt out and and as a new manager there is a real risk of that because you're you're wanting to prove yourself and you're wanting to do your best and then you you work the extra hours you're you're really pushing, pushing, pushing yourself too much. So I think the first thing uh, that I would recommend is, is around this idea that we talked about earlier, which is understanding that perfection is not always attainable and that maybe not even desirable, right? That what we're trying to do is to get to know our team, get to know their strengths, get to know our strengths and how all of that plays together knowing how we deal with stress, right? Like I said earlier in the the energy leadership assessment, you get to really start to understand when it's stressful, this is how I tend to react. And so when you can start to choose a different response to your stress, then, uh, and to have a toolbox that you create for yourself so that you're way more successful when things are really hard. A big part of being a manager is also learning to delegate Something's so hard to let go of control, right? Especially when we are wanting to to, to deliver something amazing, right? We want it to be so good. So we want to make sure that we've got our hands in everything, but learning how to just uh, accept that you do not have to do everything yourself. In fact, you shouldn't do everything yourself, Um, that you have a team and that they need to be also there alongside you handling things with you. The other huge challenge is around time management. Time management is key to preventing burnout. So there's there's a huge variety of tools around that that can really help. But again, learning to manage your time effectively is essential. And 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 as part of that is, is learning to just say no, you know, it's not going to happen this week. I can't take this on. I was the person who would do everything. I would say yes to everything. And it was like, yes, it will get done by the end of the week. And even if that meant working through Saturday, you know, it's just, no, we don't have to do that. <laughs> it's okay. And then I think, you know, another amazing resource is to get a coach or a mentor, you know, so ask for guidance, get support. You do not have to figure everything out on your own. I do not know why as high achievers we Think that we've got to figure it all out. You know, we're so used to being really good at what we do. We're just like, well, of course I can figure it out. Of course you can figure it out, but you don't have to. <laughs> you know, you can you can really like shortcut a lot of that hard work by you know bringing in people, building yourself a success team, people that you can just say, you know, this is what's coming up. How did you deal with that? This is what's coming up for me have you ever experienced that too? You know, these, these kinds of things are key. And coach is really so helpful in these situations where you're just like, wow, you know, big emotions are coming up around this. How do I manage that? How do I navigate that? You know, you don't have to figure that out on your own.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. When I, when I started Gerard Training Solutions, I thought I would be a one man band. I thought I would do everything myself. I would design, develop, deliver programs. I would create the customized PowerPoint decks. I would run the website. I would do the books. I could do all of it. I was, I'm smart. I can figure it out. And it was a disaster. So did not go well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, have, I have multiple coaches. I have a coach and I have a mentor. And they, they do different things for me. It's really important.
0: Yes, I think that that's a really good point, Eric, that we really want to have different people that we can turn to for different things, uh, a mentor, a therapist when needed, a coach, a business coach versus, you know, or a career coach versus a, a, a private, you know, life coach. You know, there's, there's just moments where you need different sets of expertise and support, and it's great to know, you know, that, 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 that you have people who have your back.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Super, super important big, big takeaway so far for me. All right, well, let's, let's switch the focus and talk about you a little bit. Tell us about your success advantage quiz.
0: Oh, yes, uh, this is so fun. This is such a quick and easy uh, way just to have a little fun in your day. You, it's, a, it's, a, it's a short quiz that you can take on my website, which gives you your success advantage profile. So it will tell you what your greatest strengths are, And then also like the associated kryptonite that comes with that greatest strength, because every great strength has its shadow side, something that we need to be paying attention to and bringing awareness to. So it'll give you both of those nuggets. And yeah, people who've taken it have found it super helpful, super insightful. So I'd love for your listeners to come over and enjoy taking that as well. Okay, how do they find it? It's on my website, at storytonic.co, and you can find the link right on the homepage.
1: All right. Beautiful. Well, I will be taking that for sure.
0: Yay! <laughs> All right.
1: Well, that is fantastic. Thank you so much, Natalie. Well, I have really enjoyed this conversation. It's been good, good stuff. Lots of good things have come up. How can people find you? So you just mentioned your website. How else can people find you if they want to get in touch?
0: I am... Um, Also, I have a podcast as well, which is called Your Success Tonic. And I absolutely love uh, having conversations like these on my podcast as well. So I have amazing guests over there. So I'd love to see uh, anyone come over to to the podcast. Um, And I'm also on LinkedIn and Instagram pretty regularly. And I would love to connect with anyone over there as well.
1: All right. So LinkedIn for the win, always. Okay. Well, thank you so much again, Natalie. Really enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, comment, share, and connect with me on LinkedIn and Instagram. Pick up my new book, Lead Like a Pro, The Essential Guide for New Managers, available on Amazon and GerardTrainingSolutions.com. And we will catch you on the next one. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Management Development Unlocked. Want more? Get a ton of insider tips and tools at GerardTrainingSolutions.com.